So, every lady and gentleman in the world. <laughs> I can sing better than that. That was just really flat. And I can't sing, so me. don't ask me to sing. Anyway, uh, we are back with another episode for you guys. I'm dead. <laughs> and we're talking about our insecurity. Why does it sound like lower expectations? You remember that? Off of Matt TV? No. <laughs> that was the one show it wasn't allowed uh, to watch. Damn. Lower expectations. And if I did, I was sneaking and watching it. Yeah, you should Boom, chocolate, boom, boom, boom. Insecurities. Where do you think insecurities stem from? Life. Being alive. people. Being, being, being the person alive in the world of America. Were you guys bullied as kids or were you guys popular? No, I was bullied as a child. Definitely the black sheep. Yeah. I'm bullied. By my own siblings. <laughs> Those are the first! Because it's siblings. siblings. And they're the I can't even say siblings. Sibling. The one. Damn. She's a fucking bully. That's how I always. Okay. Girl. Is that a. Is that a K? Yeah. Well, y'all, K, except for you. <laughs> but that's where it all starts. I feel like with cousins and siblings. Oh, yeah, my cousins were fucking ruthless, too. Bastards. Mm. <laughs> Just thought I should let you know. You're asking. Y'all are listening to this. <laughs> Fuck all y'all. Um, yeah, I think that's I got this scar on my fucking eyebrow from fucking around with one of my cousins. <clears throat> Is that why you had your eyebrow pierced? Because it was an insecurity? My eyebrow? Hey. It's cute though. Gives you character. Right. Kind of makes me like, what happened? What happened? <laughs> it's like, a, it's like a, if you use it right, you'd be like, oh, what happened? Well, I was, you know, fighting a grizzly bear. <laughs> I don't remember that. that. He got me a little bit. See, you can play off and then be like, Or you can tell her the truth. You just get your ass whipped by your brother or sister or your cousins. Like, well, I ain't even asked for a person. I got my ass whipped by a van. <laughs> well, damn, the door. Yeah, the van door. It had to be the van door. <clears throat> Man. They probably didn't close your ass up in there. <clears throat> it didn't open fast enough. Oh, well, damn. I tried to jump in. and was like... Oh, <laughs> It's pretty shitty. <laughs> doesn't look bad but now every person has like their own 20 years later <laughs> i have a really big ass forehead but rihanna made it all lit for all of us uh, man <laughs> slap slap because her shit is real big <laughs> and i got made from because of my teeth yeah when i was little that's why i got fucking josh fuck you josh i'm not even listening damn no because he used to call me handlebars Beaver teeth, all kinds of shit. I got called that too. Oh my god, my teeth were big as fuck. (laughs) (laughs) I have a small face, right? And imagine these big ass two front teeth. And I'm just like, "Mm." Mm." I'm just saying, like, why they all have to, like, pick on that? So you're telling me that all your insecurities started as a child? From your siblings and cousins. From your 
from your close family. <laughs> not from not from like your cousins from no. the city, but your actual like motherfuckers you hung out with every fucking weekend. Yeah. They knew you well to talk enough shit, so that's why you probably believed it. <laughs> Fuck up your whole life. Yes. Fuck up your whole life. So, um I had a, a really bad insecurity because I had a really big head. Like my body was really small and I literally was like a size 92 for a really long time until I actually until I had my son. <laughs> I was real fucking small for a long time and people would be like, wow, bobblehead, how are you doing today? Like, And then it was bad on top of that, that I had the freaking voice of fucking Mighty Mouse. So that made it even worse. So imagine having this high pitch ass voice and a bobblehead. And even if you put your hair in a ponytail, it was terrible. You couldn't wear those high, like the high buns, because your head looked like it was just tick-tocking. And then you couldn't wear the low ponytails, because then you looked like you was flying off of a leaf or something. I don't know. (laughs) It was crazy, because I could not wear my hair a certain way. But when I wear my hair like, what I call it, the, the Snoop Dogg, it made my face slim. So, like, I had hair like that, like, slender face. Slim my face. So then I was like, oh, you're so pretty until the wind blew. Then you're like, oh, bitch, there's the rest of your face. Like, it was, it was just really bad. So you were the girls that they made the bust down middle part for. Yeah. <laughs> yep, I was that one. I was definitely that one. This, the nice, pretty side. Yeah, and I had really long hair. Really long hair, and I, the girls would be pissed off because of that. So that made me insecure because you didn't want to be around a bald headed bitch because that bitch is talking about you because your hair is pretty and flawless because you got a whole cosmetologist at home doing your hair every week, and her mama is the hood rat mom that only gets her hair done once a month. I'm sorry. That's nobody's problem but your mom. That was yours. But she made it, she flipped it on me as if it was me. A lot of so, people do that though. They flip their insecurities around. Man, um, it is so crazy. <laughs> Truthfully, <laughs> because this bitch had this much hair. She had and I had nothing. You said ponytail. I can't say nothing because I'm a bald headed bitch, but I'll pull your nigga in your bitch. So, yeah. Just thought I should let you know I am a bald headed bitch, <laughs> but I will snatch your nigga real quick. Oh my! Just thought I should put that God. out there. But I, I'm, I've noticed that when someone wants something that you have, they'll make you feel like shit. And then you feel like shit, and then you don't want to do whatever it is that you need to do to make you feel like you was yesterday. Like, that girl used to talk so much shit about my hair, I just put the shit in a bun. Like, I didn't even want nobody to know that I had hair. I would wear hats. I wouldn't, I would, I started doing this whole, like, wrapping my hair and all that which that comes still now but that's just because some days i just be lazy as fuck there's a difference because i don't have any hair now by choice (laughs) so it's just different on that aspect compared to when i was in high school and middle school so it's just crazy how somebody will make you feel like you're nothing and you're everything, actually. But I have noticed that even girls with long hair have insecurities. Like, um, 
like you have curly hair and you want it straight or mm -hmm. you know you have straight hair and you want it curly or whatever the case is there's always like or you want it a certain color your hair is jet black but you really wish it was brown or, right you know like well, where does that come from that comes from society because wanting to see it a certain way or possibly <laughs> like you come out with curly hair and all your siblings have straight hair right or whatever. So then you're the black sheep of the family because don't nobody know who your daddy really is. <laughs> <laughs> or y'all really just have some nigga up in your family ain't nobody right. saying. <laughs> <laughs> nobody saying. wants to talk about it though. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. Uh, my skin complexion. I was always made fun of for being very light complexion. But all y'all look the same. We're like just from the pictures that I've seen recently because I've, I've, I've never seen you like beforehand because... I've never seen you before him, but just the mm -hmm. pictures that I see now, like they just as light bright as you are. So they're not. Well, maybe I'm lying, but I don't know. But Did you lie? Because <laughs> I'm like, maybe I'm looking at the same pictures that she's showing me. Girl, I'm not sure, but from what I just see, her sisters are light, and she's light, but her daddy is black. Like, that's a black, like, he black is as black as her shorts. Like, <laughs> that's a black man. Like, I, I just don't understand how like, you get all these light-skinned girls. Oh, well, we don't all have the same biological father. We all got the same mom. Ah, there you go. That makes sense. Never mind. We figured it out now. <laughs> so, that makes, that makes sense now. Yeah, none of us got the same daddy. We all got the same mother. It is what it is. I don't even matter, my mama. She was smart. Give us all our own day. <laughs> I used to be insecure about the color of my skin. Because I'm the darkest one out of all my siblings. Like, I'm the darkest. And I envy it because I feel like it's all one tone. <laughs> like, it's pretty. <laughs> it, wasn't until, it wasn't until, like, I graduated high school. I was just like, bitch, your skin is nice. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, nine times out of, like, okay, not nine times out of ten. Maybe like six times out of ten, I still didn't feel ugly as fuck. But I know my skin is nice. I don't know. Melanated. When I'm feeling ugly, I need to either get my hair, my nails, or something done. I know that <laughs> I don't give a fuck about nothing else but those things. But I think that's because my dad got my hair done like every two weeks. Right. Hmm. Every two weeks, I was in somebody's chair getting my shit whipped and dipped. Hmm. So you had a nice dad. Yeah, he didn't want me walking around looking crazy. I'm a, re a representation of him. Right, that part. That part. And so I think, like, um, that comes to a, a weird thing, too. Like, if a man can't do that for me, eh. Two points. You're out. <laughs> I don't know. So does, our, <clears throat> so does the insecurities also come from people that have rejected us? Mm, yeah. So... The reason why I ask that is because I have a parent that has been in and out for a long time. And I feel like I try to represent this parent, even though I don't know this parent. Mm -hmm. I try to represent this parent, but I don't know how to represent this person. And then when I give them my accomplishments, it's like it's not enough. Yeah. So it's kind of weird because I was like, well... Look at you. You had three kids, but I had three kids, and I still kept my three kids. But then I get flipped with the, well, you're not 
mentally stable enough to take care of these three kids, if that makes sense. Yeah. So, but we're not going to talk about that part of the insecurity girl. We all mental illness is real. It's real. But, um, maybe i don't know because when i look at my dad like i look at him as invincible regardless of like the upbringing that i have i have my dad on a very high pedestal even though like a lot of my insecurities do stem from him um such as he was um an absent parent but there at the same time like financially i was taking care of my dad worked so much that he wasn't there So I understand the concept of why he couldn't be there was so that I could have the lifestyle that I had. Right. Mm -hmm. So, but it still kind of made me to the point where I have abandonment issues. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I have trust issues when it comes to like detaching from people because I'm like, oh, when they're going to come back home or whatever. Because I never knew when my dad was going to be there when he wasn't because he worked so much. And the stability of needing financial stability, and as weird as that sounds, because I always had it. So to think of not having it is an insecurity I would look at it as, you know, because even though I would consider myself middle class, I never went without anything. Like we always had everything that we possibly needed. Anything that was a want to, we had. Right. So when it comes to life and like raising my kids, like thinking about being poor is a very big insecurity for me like i never want my kids to experience having to live a certain lifestyle right little did i know my dad was getting food stamps and shit too but he made shit look like it wasn't what it was (laughs) made it look like magic but he told me straight out he didn't get food stamps until i was in seventh grade so I still feel like that's a long time to go without food stamps right. or government assistance being a single dad of two kids. Right. So, um, when it comes to that, like I said, a lot of it stems from people in our life. I think mine's is really a big one because I was raised by my grandparents and my grandparents were, um, they weren't like strict. Yeah, they were strict. They were strict. But they weren't like, it wasn't like drastic, like, mm-mm, you can't do too much of nothing. Like, damn, let me go spend a night at, at my friend's houses and shit like that because that was just safety. So yeah. We all went through that. But, um, like, there's just certain things, like, that I, I wish that I remembered because for some reason a lot of the things in my family or a lot of things in my life I've kind of blocked out because they're so bad and they make me feel insecure a lot of people do that it's actually like a weird um coping mechanism that our brain does naturally right like um eighth grade eighth and seventh grade i don't remember girl (laughs) let's not start about years i don't remember my seventh or eighth grade year wow but give it my mom passed away during that time Ah, okay so I, i i just don't remember yeah that makes sense. Uh, <clears throat> so a lot of my insecurities come from, I believe, one specific person. <clears throat> so I look at this person and I go, well, am I pretty enough? No, you're not pretty enough because that person didn't stay. Am I smart enough? No, because you're that person didn't stay. Like, it's always about staying. 
for me. It's all it's always been about does this why does this person not want to stay and comfort me and and I can confine in this person and all that other great stuff, right? So then when it comes down to what I feel like, what I look like, how I how I treat myself, how I eat, how I dress, all these other things, it actually goes back to that first person. Mm-hmm. That's the first person I've ever encountered, ever in life. That's the first person that everyone has encountered in their lives. But how that person responds is different for every person. Mm-hmm. So my person was there for about six months. Then she left me with my dad. And then my dad left me with my grandparents. <laughs> so then... I have two parents that are bouncing in and out of my life telling me what to do, but then leaving so I can make my own decisions. But then on that same point, I can't make the decision because then my grandma's like, well, if you do it that way, it ain't going to be right. In her perspective. In her perspective. So it's hard to still to this day, like I'm about to be a big, big girl. And I still want my, I still want that first person to be in my life, but that first person is like, still acting like she's 12. Because we got other people that came from this one person that, my, my, my other siblings that are hurting from the same things. I think that it, we all have a hurt from the same... Like, I know my my siblings feel the same way towards my mom to a certain extent, you know. Um, but how we interact with it in our lives is totally different. Right. Like, what, what lesson we learn from that is totally different. But how do you learn from a lesson that has never been given to you? Like, that lesson get, was given to me at six months old. How do I learn from that? How do I learn that that person is never going to be there for the rest of your life? Once you accept it for yourself and realize that it had nothing to do with you. As soon as you accept it, guess what? That person comes in and they go, hey. And that's when you deny access. <laughs> do you know how many times I've denied access? You got to keep doing it. It's crazy. Deny access because you have to say enough is enough. When you, when you <laughs> say enough is enough, enough is enough. I can tell you this until I'm fucking blue in the face. But... Right. It has to be when you say enough is enough. And like you said, the benefit of that is when you do meet that person that's even going to stay with you when you're still going through the bullshit. Right. And you have that person. So you just got to keep that person there and there. They're not going nowhere. They're still going to go through all the bullshit with you. Every time you go back to that person, even though we know it it hurts you, we're going to still be there. Because that's what a real friendship is. That's what it's supposed to be. As many times as I've backtracked and my bitch stayed by my side. <laughs> right. That's how it be. But Shay, you're insecure. <laughs> you're mighty quiet over there. It's very heavy. No, I, I got I got a lot. Like to the point like I got insecurities from you know my dad was never there. Like, he had a small stint where, you know, he was like, okay, well, I'll play dad for a little bit. Like, he was he was not there. So, yeah, I got the trust. I got the abandonment issues. To the point where I felt like I cling to people so much. Well, I mean, like, once I have a person 
or a set of people i cling to them in a way it's just like okay well if i feel the slightest bit of like okay well i'm not really you know then i'm like okay well fuck what i gotta do something to make sure that they don't you know dip out i gotta make sure that i do whatever i can to make sure that they feel like i'm good enough for them to stay you know what i mean like so you feel like you have to i feel like i have to overcompensate a lot like there's more to i wake up more times in a day like more times throughout the week but i'm like well shit like are you gonna be good enough are you still gonna be good enough today you know to the people who are in my life like are you still gonna be good enough today and it, it take it takes a toll like after a while it's kind of just like fuck like am i good enough will i continue to be good enough you know like and then it's like okay once that small part is like, okay well today today we're good enough and it's okay we can be okay for today and then you do it i do it all over again i wake up and it's like okay am i gonna be good enough today but i think you like, kind of have the right approach to it in a weird way is because each day you wake up and you strive to be good enough. Like, right. if that's what soothes you. I mean, like, I try to, like, and it's not about me trying to be good enough. It's a thought of, like, okay, to that person, am I, is this day going to be the day where they're like, okay, well, they're, she's not good enough no more. Or it's like, okay, she's good for another day. She's, she's good enough for another day. And that's, that's, my, that's, my, that's my every day. Like, okay. Which it can you know, be exhausting, like, but I think thinking about it like that in a weird way, find the positive in it as easier said than done situation. Yeah. But I think it is important to, because even me as a person that I only have the one person, really, I still wake up like that. Like, I think it's kind of natural. I don't have anybody else besides my son mm -hmm. to wake up and be like, am I going to be good enough? I strive every day to be the best that I can. Some days I'm fucking, I suck at it. Yesterday, I, man, you know, like I, some days I really fall short. But then it's like, we, you know, that's a thought process. But then it's like, you think about it so much. And then it's like, you can't hurt your own feelings. You know, it's like that person could think, okay, they are the best person in the world. They are enough. But because of that insecurity and because of that damage from someone in the fucking beginning what during a day you think yourself into like okay well shit like it could be as simple as like uh not answering the phone or whatever when you call mm -hmm. or like oh, okay well they're even if they're busy and it's like okay well damn it's been a whole like eight hours and I ain't heard shit, you know what I mean? And it's just like, okay, well, fuck, like, maybe maybe today's a day where it's just like, mm, she's not good enough for, you know, my time, you know, or my, or, or my efforts, you know, it's like, yeah. and then it's like, you don't do this shit on purpose, like, you don't, like, it's just a natural thing. It's just, like, it's just something that's become so much a part of your life, it's kind of just like, well, fuck. And like I said, easier you know? said than done, I think it's just like words of affirmation to kind of fix that and <clears throat> sometimes you do have to be delusional like i'm a bad bitch <laughs> I'm, a <shy. laughs> 
struggle with that, you know? Just because, like, my entire childhood, I felt, like, ugly just because, like, I had a brother that everyone loved. Like, oh, my God, you're so handsome. Oh, my God. And then I had a sister that everyone was like, oh, my God, you're like, she's so pretty. Oh, my God. Like, you know, she's so And then... <laughs> You know, I I got I got compliments on a like you know to me I felt like I got compliments on occasion, but it's like I felt like you know because my sister knew she was pretty. It's like okay, well I'm light skin. There's a difference between knowing, you know, and being just as insecure as we are. So I'm just gonna put that out there because I really feel like. Just my opinion. But anyways, moving on. But there's a lot of people that function out of, like, their insecurities. Like, they make their insecurity, like, the main topic of, of like, uh, I don't know how to explain it. Like, oh, I know I'm a big bitch. I'm a BBW. Like, you know, like, bitch, that's really your insecurity. That's why you're hyping it up. Which I think that helps them in life, like, overcome it to a certain extent. So, I think sometimes we have to kind of, like, you know, it's okay, like, as hard as it is, it's okay not to be enough for some people. Mm. You know what I mean? Because once you realize that, like, my significant other that I just got out of this situation with, I have to buckle down and woman up and say, you know what? I'm not enough for you. Not because you make me feel that way, because I'm really just not. And it is what it is. Maybe you'll find somebody else that is more in this way and that way and less of what I was for you. And then you'll realize and it's going to be too late and fuck you. Right. But sometimes it's okay not to be enough. Like, as shitty as that sounds. Like, because you will be somebody's every fucking thing. And yes, it's a hard concept of, like, balancing that out. Especially when you want to be with, like, a person or you want those people to be around you or however you want to look at it. But I always, as weird as it sounds, rejection is protection. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to certain people that don't want to fuck with me or don't want to be around me, I'm like, you know what? I know it sounds bad, but I think the worst. Like, oh, I would have went to jail with that bitch. <laughs> like, I don't know. Figure it out. Like, as shitty as it sounds, because we all strive to want to be enough. And sometimes we just fucking not. It's just we're just fucking not and it and it's a shitty ass feeling it really is so i don't want to belittle your feelings on feeling like that because your feelings are valid as fuck but i want all of us to get to the mindset of where we can function at a higher frequency when it comes to our insecurities because sometimes it fuck you bitch <laughs> like fuck you bitch like Really, because you're sitting up here saying that, like, you're not enough. And me being a person that has just barely known you guys from December, I see all the flaws and I see all the perfections at the same time. Right. And I'm like, oh, that's what makes, you know, Shay a beautiful individual. That's what makes Mo a beautiful individual. Like, she's the type of person where she she knows when she has a shitty-ass attitude. And she'll come back and apologize. You know, like, oh, that other day... <laughs> I was mad. <laughs> blah, yeah. Blah, yeah. Blah, 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 and then she'll explain the situation. And I'd be like, oh, that's valid. You know, that's a valid reason for you to, to have been in your feelings for that day or whatever, you know. Right. And then when it comes to you, you're always worrying about being so much of enough, but you sacrifice a lot of things. 
So it's like I see that. Like you, you do things with us that you don't want to do. <laughs> You know, you're like, oh, whatever, you know, you let us, you know, like she lets us pick the topics of our discussions. Right. You know what I mean? Like you cater to us in your own way. But then that happens because it stems from insecurity and insecurity. It stems from being like the person that like, you know, being afraid of like, okay, disagreement and then the person leaving. Because, like, I mean, it's crazy because, like, at one point in my life, I was so used to people just walking out. People just, just leaving back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. I was used to that shit. And then I got to a point where it's like, I had a consistency. And I had someone that was like, that's, that's there. Yeah. You know? And then, and then it's like, okay, I need to, like, make sure that, like, I'm doing what I can or like okay making sure that person stays happy so that they don't walk out so they don't go you know because that's like you become I got to a point where it's like I'm used to it it's like and then like it's like okay I'm no longer used to people just leaving yeah you know but then it's like having that fear is like okay well like shit like it's a valid fear it really really is like I don't like like I said I don't want to belittle your feelings but I want to, everything that you say negative, I want to hit you with a counteraction of something positive. Right. Yeah. Because I feel like that's the best way to balance out our insecurities when it comes to talking about it. Like, yes, let's say something negative and let's add a positive to it so that it's not so harsh. Because yeah. when it happens where it's just negative, 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 you stay in that mindset and you can't break it. Right. And so, with people not being consistent in your life, like, sometimes that just happens. Mm-hmm. And, unfortunately, we put ourselves as an expectation of what we are to the next person that they can't be for ourselves. Mm-hmm. And that's where we fall short. It's thinking, like, oh, this person would never do this to me because I wouldn't. You can't pin everybody on the same pedestal that you are. Because not everybody functions like us. Right. So I think that's where we all fall short of that is thinking, pitting, giving a motherfucker the benefit of the doubt. Mm. Because I don't think that you would just walk out on somebody, you know what I mean? So you have that in your brain like, oh, I wouldn't just leave that person like that without like at least giving them a reason why. I don't, I don't walk away until I'm at like my wit's end. Like if I'm, I'm the type of person that gives you a million chances. If I'm at that fucking, okay, this is a million and fucking one, like, at some point, I become done. Like, at some point, it's like, okay, well, like, I've done everything. Yeah. You know, I've done everything that I can do. But, you know, at some point, I just like, you know what, fuck it. Like, at some point, I get tired of hurting myself. Right. Yeah, because you have to put yourself first, honestly. I know it's easier said than done because I've been a dumb bitch for nine years. But, um... (laughs) <laughs> she said for the people in the back <laughs> I have been on dumb bitch syndrome for nine years so I totally totally understand when it comes to that but once you start to really look at it and this is the hardest concept that I have had to do and as of this year mm-hmm. is be okay with motherfuckers walking away 
Because I'd rather you walk away than cause more harm. Right. Right. Because the harm and, is the problem. And it doesn't matter like how much I love you, how much I want to grow with you, how much I want to be around you. And this is not just um relationships as right. in like a sexual matter. This is friendships too. Mm -hmm. right. Cousinships, so sisterships. Just had that problem. However you want to look at it. If I feel like you're going to cause me more harm at this point in time in my life, I will dismiss you because I have already dealt with so much trauma from before that at this, I can't take no more because I really probably would be in the cuckoo bin for 72 hour reception. So I'm just going to allow it to hurt from what it hurt and no longer like, cause I have abandonment issues bad. Yeah. But at this point, I've been, I realized, I think that's what it was. Um, I realized that I've been alone all these years. Yeah. Like, as much as I, I don't want to be alone. I don't want to be alone. Bitch, you've been alone all these motherfucking years. And, and right. that's the thing. Like, it's been, it's been like, that's like, okay, well, you don't want to be alone. But like, oh, so long. You've been like alone for pretty much like. Yeah. Like. Come on, I think I think my I think my problem with that is like, even though I know like for an X amount of time in my life I've been alone, it's kind of like if I'm not alone anymore, I don't want to. I don't want to go back to being oh. alone. No, you know what I mean. Oh no, last week was rough. I felt uh, like last week was like terrible for me. I think I don't know I what the fuck was going on. Everybody like, was going from through fucking it. Fucking Monday to fucking Sunday, like I felt ugly as fuck all week. Like to the point where I was just like, I can go for being happy, and it's like look in the mirror and go, oh fuck. I can't say it's just a shift and a change or something that was happening. In last week, because I I've been, I was feeling ugly too. Like, bitch, you need to get your hair done. You need to get your nails done. Okay, remember when I had posted on Snap and I was like, I woke up this morning like I want to be a bad bitch. Right. <laughs> I want to be a high maintenance bitch that goes and gets her hair and her nails done every two weeks. We all were going through it last mm -hmm. week. Because I'm still going through it. So, I don't know if I can. It didn't linger yeah. on to this week, but I think getting our toes done kind of now. For who? For me? Because you are pissed off. I was pissed off. Because <laughs> she didn't have to do my toes like I'm always wearing socks, so it's kind of like, even though I got my toes done. Bitch, you know they're done and they're cute, though. They're in a pair of socks. Well, you haven't been a pair of socks because you want them in socks. I always wear socks, though. I don't ever not wear socks, but you know that. I'm just saying, you sit right here and you want to look at your toes, pick toes outside. Fun fact. <laughs> Fun fact. It's easier to climax with your socks on. What? <laughs> Run that shit back, Turbo. Seriously, having sex with your socks on? You yes. It's easier for a woman to climax with her socks on. Why? So you're telling me to keep my socks on when I'm having sex? Yes. <laughs> I'm always taking them bitches off because my socks are Random fact. Why? Your feet lose the most heat. Mm. So keeping the heat in your feet will help you climax. <laughs> Maybe that's why my feet be getting so hard sometimes. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. I don't think this uh, this subject is going to be talked about long because... It is. It was, but it, she was talking about her socks. So. Squirrel moment. Right? Squirrel moment. And no, I just, no, I'm just saying. Just it was an Easter egg. 
You know? What an Easter egg. You know, it was it the golden ticket egg. <laughs> the golden goose. Little word. <laughs> Just saying. You know, a little fun fact in there. So, ladies, keep your socks on. Ha! <laughs> ha! <laughs> now you get the saying, I blew her socks off. Ah, that's <laughs> crazy how that was just in my brain. That's why I was like, how, why would women wear the wear socks? I always wear then socks. that came to my head. Oh, you're going to fuck the socks on my feet. That's the problem. No, I'm just kidding. It probably is. It's probably the problem. Like, I'm, the only time I have socks on my feet is when I have tennis shoes on. And that's very vague because I don't like my feet in socks because my feet get hot. So, I don't That's the whole point. Like your feet out. getting hot. <clears throat> just like your twat. Good just job, Mars. Saying. I used to have an insecurity of like not shaving my legs. Just because like my my fucking family, I mean my grandmother, my mother, and my sister made it very fucking known that you should shave your fucking legs. But right? why? And your armpits. But like why? I got to a point at first it was a rebellion. Like you're not gonna keep fucking telling me that I gotta shave my legs. Shave my fucking armpits. Shave my fucking vagina. Like, no. It got to a point where like, I'm going to get in the fucking shower. I'm going to wash my body. And I'm going to get the no. fuck out. Uh, right? But now it's like, it's just, it's a part of who I am. I don't shave my legs unless like, I'm just like, you know what? I'm going to shave these today. I hardly ever shave my armpits. Like, it's got to be like a cold day in sometime. I can't say nothing because some girls like that I grew up with, they would shave their arms, and I never shaved my arms. Oh no, my arm hairs. I've never been an arm shaver. Like that's a little much. I think it's because I grew up with Hispanic girls, so they're a little bit hairier. So they would shave their arms, and I'm like, girl, why you shave your arms? I didn't get the concept, but yeah, now it's just like now it's not insecurity. Now it's kind of just like bitch. You have hairy legs, and that's fine. I can care less. I do shave my legs, but, like, if I go without and it just happens to be, like, the case, I'm not think, thinking about it. Yeah. But, so, like, coochie do got to be shaved down. Oh. I don't know. So, um, I have, I think my insecurities is just my body in general because it's changed so much since I've had my first child compared to my twins. So, like, my breasts are a very big insecurity for me and my fucking, like, stomach. And that's just because it's been used, it's been used beautifully, and don't get me wrong, I appreciate it, but it's hard to look at yourself when you know you've been through that, that much trauma because that's trauma also. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of trauma that comes with each pregnancy that I've been in. So I see I see the trauma in my body, not the beauty of where I I bear children. So that's kind of it's it is a, I would consider it an insecurity, but you try to find the positive in it because you know. Right. Because believe it or not, even at my prime, I had insecurities. I still to this day hated my body in high school. I hate my body now because 
as a little girl, I was sexualized. I couldn't mm. wear a bikini without having to wear a shirt or shorts on right. top. And it's fucked up because it made me feel insecure as a little girl when it was sick-minded ass men that was a problem. Mm-hmm. Or women, you know, however the fuck you want to look at it. Right, because that... It, go- it goes both ways. Yeah. So, um, that started my insecurity with my body because I, first of all, I matured very fast, even though my titties wasn't very much, they were there. Right. And then my hips and my butt and... So I was the one little cousin that couldn't wear a bikini. Mm. I had to wear little tikini or little shorts and shit. Like, what the fuck? And I didn't understand why I couldn't wear the same bikini as that cousin and that cousin. There's so many things that go involved in this conversation because not only are we sexualized, but then we are, are made to belittle ourselves. And then we're made to... Um, place that insecurity on us for when we get older so we can't wear the bikini because society told us that we can or because our mother said something or something of that nature it's so there's so revealing. much stuff that comes along with just a simple thing as a fucking swimsuit like yeah it wasn't crazy. even that's the thing though was everything that normal girls were wearing mine has it to be an alteration that's just like what we were talking about earlier today when you was like you want to look for a swimsuit this is a good swimsuit for you and I was like no I don't want to wear that yeah because of the crotch part because of the crotch part of it it's not because I don't want to wear one it's because I was placed into that moment and I I've been I've been um downsized because I don't want to shave I don't I don't want to shave anything off of me I don't want to look like a little girl I want to look like a woman this is what I'm I'm built with yeah I totally, and I get that. So that's something like we all have, like, where now I'm in, like, this rebellious-ass phase where I'll go out half-ass naked. Yeah, we know. <laughs> we and that's know. okay. And like, that's you know, okay because but, it's not like you're out there half-ass naked just because it's, it's, it's not bad. It's a good I'm classy with it. Right. And then I have a friend group that understands why I dress like that. I'm not out there seeking attention. I'm just comfortable. Right. I'm right. enjoying my body because, I, like you said, your body has gone through so many different changes. Mm-hmm. When I should have been enjoying my body, I was fucking ashamed. Exactly. I had a banging ass body in high because school. Because somebody else was not comfortable with it. Exactly. So now, it's like, even though I have rolls and stretch marks, like, baby, somebody gonna love it. Right. Somebody gonna All love it over here. I do still have insecurities, don't get me wrong. I do not like the bottom half of my body. Like, I don't like to wear shorts. I only wear shorts around, like, my close friends or when I'm at home. But when we go out, bitch, what I got on? Nothing. No, nothing. <laughs> when we go out to the club. Wow, okay. When, when we, we go, go out, out to the club yeah, and it's dark out. nine times out of ten. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I ain't got nothing on. But when we go out, like, where to the school or where, like, people could possibly judge me because the club setting, bitch, all of us have that. So, when it comes to, like, those, I won't even wear shorts to a mall. I won't Mm -hmm. wear shorts to Walmart. I won't, you know. It's just because, unfortunately, I have always had big thighs and a big butt. So, the regular Hollister shorts at that girl's right here was coochie cutters on me. Right. So it's just, it really sucked. I have to go to Old Navy for shorts, or Old People Store for shorts and shit. 
what is the old people's store? What the fuck is that? Why is that a thing? I don't know. What? I thought I called old, old Navy the old people's store ah, because okay. they had the longer shorts. Oh, okay. Because that was the capris. No, not quite capris, but like. You know the cargo shorts? Ah, yes. <laughs> Those were the shorts that I could technically oh wear. God. That's fucked up, right? Yeah. Or um, I guess it would be um, the the ones that came down to your your knee. Mm. Yeah. They used to say every girl that wore those ended up being gay. <laughs> but I'm saying it just really sucked to have to be like limited to what I could wear when everybody else was wearing. The same as that shit. Yeah. I think that's pretty fucked up. My thing is, like, I was always told that, like, I was too skinny. Like, being, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm athletically built, but, like, I've always been so, oh, you're too skinny, you need to, like, gain some weight, you know? I've never been, like, since I got into high school, I've never been over 130 pounds. I don't see anything wrong with that. Personally. And then it's like, oh, you need, you need to gain some weight, like, my job now in the army, like when I I hate doing hiking weight. I hate it because as soon as they're like, oh, you're only like 129 pounds. She's fucking five nine. <laughs> <laughs> this is what these bitches don't understand is that you're this tall compared to your short ass. And then I'm just like, <laughs> it's it just annoying because like, how NCO he was putting it into the system. He was like, ooh, you need to get some meat on your bones. So like. So now, like, I just, I, I mean, I haven't been able to in this last week, but, like, going to the gym every day. But I don't think, I think your body is really healthy. If you look at it as scientifically, where do you fall in the bracket? Right. You know what I mean? Like, they probably would still be saying that you're morbidly obese. Right. Because mm-hmm. that's what they say about me. Because like, I'm just like, okay, I'll get, I'm, I want to hit 150. And then I'll have people who are, like, you know. At my job, who are like, oh, you want to be 150, I can give you some. I'm not asking you for it. You keep <laughs> yeah. your shit. Or I'm lose gonna, it, whatever the fuck you want to do with it. get my own, since I'm either, I'm too skinny for y'all. Yeah. No, I get it. And then that's why I buy my clothes a size bigger than what I actually need to wear. Because it's just like, okay, well, I'm, I'm not trying to look like a fucking pole. I think you're healthy. Me personally, like BMI wise, height and weight wise, you know, when you go to the doctor, I'm pretty sure they're gonna be like, oh, you're healthy. So. Well, I've never had a problem with the doctor. Never said nothing to the doctor. That's what I'm saying. It's weird how society works like that. Like, mm-hmm. And it's just honestly an opinion of a person because if you looked at me, you wouldn't think I weighed as much as I weigh. No. <laughs> so. It's just like, even I I deal with the opposite. I go to the doctor and I'm like, where? Mm-hmm. Bitch, obviously on the fucking scale. <laughs> like, it's, it's, right there. Yeah. it's right there. Sort of right they there. literally look at me and be like, you, where? Where is it? Oh, you hold that well. Like, bitch, you think I want to? No. <laughs> Some of us do. Jeez. I don't. You can have it. You can have it. I would love to be down to fucking 160. 165. I don't know. I think, like, I have a lot of insecurity, but, like, I feel like I smile a lot, do like, a lot of them. Like, there's times where it's like, yeah, I get really fucking down, but, like, a lot of times I feel like, okay, I'm feeling insecure as fuck, but I'm still going to smile about it. That's sometimes the best approach to it, because if you let that shit consume you, 
You'd be fucking miserable, honestly. And we all, and that's the thing though. It doesn't matter how cocky or how much surgeries a motherfucker they went, they are still dealing with insecurities. His bitch, why you keep going? Over and over and over again. Because you don't like something. You gotta fix something else. You gotta do this. You gotta do, like, so it's like even the most famous of famous people have insecurities. I don't give a fuck what nobody say. I know a lot of heavier set girls that literally get tattoos all over their body to literally try to hide. Like, you know, there's people that do all this crazy shit just to avoid, like, really facing their fucking. But then you become a piece of society that you, that talks about you and then you're like oh i'd rather them talk about me about something positive instead of talking about something negative exactly they're still talking about you it just doesn't i guess the concept of how they're talking about you is what matters so it's like we can sit up here and talk about all our insecurities everybody fucking has them Mm -hmm. everybody and even people that won't even admit that their insecurities as as deep as ours are or you know like Motherfuckers, there's famous people that really deal with mental health to a point where, like, they have to have somebody watching them 24 7. You know what I mean? Like, it's just life. Like, unfortunately, we all get dealt this hand of some type of fucking insecurity. And it's all about, like, how we. Some of us got an insecurity. Yeah. How we approach it and how we. Because I know I'm fucking clingy as fuck. That's my that's one of my problems. I know. I know I'm a clingy motherfucker. And honestly, it does make me insecure because I'm like, I don't want this person to think like I need them. <laughs> but I do want, I want, I want to be in your skin. <laughs> <laughs> like, I want you to be like right here. Even if you fucking can't, like, even if we're not in the same fucking vicinity, I want, like, I get it. I know. I want to get goosebumps when you do. And that's the <laughs> Want to be cold when you're cold. <laughs> and, and, it, and it sounds very unhealthy and very like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. But it's an insecurity that stems from being left alone or, you know, yeah. however the fuck you want to look at it. Because, man, it's just the comfort of knowing somebody's there. Right. That's okay. just the weirdest thing ever. Like sitting on the phone, just breathing while you do other shit. And it's like, oh, okay, please. It's a, it's a point Maybe. that you're not talking to nobody else, regardless of you sitting there on the phone. Wow. Like, it's the presence, you know. No, it's the issue, like, wow. But I mean, there's sometimes that I was like that, and there's there's, there's other times that I'm like, all right, I got other shit to do. Like, yeah. It just depends on the time. Like, but the thing is, I'm like that with everybody until you do something to me. Right. And once you do something to me, it, I won't. And then that's when motherfuckers be like, hmm, yeah, you did something to me. I don't give a fuck if this is the smallest minute thing. Like, oh well. <laughs> that's my toxic trait. As soon as you fucking do something to me, I will cut your ass off. That's a toxic trait. I think that's just healthy. Like, you, you're not going to take too much of anything. Yeah. So. I used to not be like that, but now I am. I will block, delete your ass. Mm-mm. Your ass never existed. Do not collect two hundred dollars. So not. I I have. We all have some very very different insecurities. I don't know. It is what it is. I feel like an insecurity is if I don't find you attractive, I can't even really fuck with you. Damn. <laughs> 
I don't even want no ugly friends. Wow. <laughs> That's fucked up. Now I understand why some of our friends are all of our friends. Because you think some of them are ugly. <laughs> so not gonna lie, like if I have an ugly friend, like in the back of my brain, I'm gonna think that you're fucking ugly. I'm not gonna tell you. Because you can't, there's certain things that are uh, ugly on certain people that you just can't change. So there's just certain ugly people that are just ugly people like that. Uh, you can't change. And sometimes it. it's not even just their physical appearance. Sometimes it's the shit that's within them that's ugly as fuck. And you're just like, oh. I don't know. I can't do it. I just, it's just because I know I'm, I'm just never going to be on task because I'm going to be looking at you. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> like, bitch, why you do that? Like, bitch, why keep making a friends? Stop making a And I can't say nothing because I know I'll be having some ugly ass faces. Oh well. It'll be alright. But I, I, I just, it is what it is. If you ugly to me, I will not fuck with you. So at the end of the day, what could we tell younger and older about insecurities? Embrace them. Yeah. Yeah. Stop listening to society. Especially with the younger girls. Like, oh, and boys, hell. Like, but that's the thing. There is somebody for everybody. Mm -hmm. Like, nowadays, like, there are people that love plus size women, plus size men, vice versa, short hair, long hair, natural hair. Like, there's men out here that go batshit ass crazy for a bald, bald fade, blonde hair. Like, these mm-hmm. niggas be out here going batshit ass crazy. It'd be real. It'd be so real. They be like, it's all in how you carry it, too. Because mm-hmm. you could have that bomb ass haircut, but you could be really out here like, oh my god, I'm just like going to have a bald head now. Oh my goodness. Have confidence in yourself, I would say. Yeah. Um... And know that nine times out of ten, when somebody's telling you something negative about yourself, it's stemming from their own insecurity. Yep. So. You get a therapist. But I'm sorry. Like, that girl that looked like who? I couldn't see. So. And that's going to turn around. She really did look like that who? Yes, we know. I work with someone that looks like a fucking who. See? And you just can't unsee it once you see it. Because you know how in the movie, they just... Like, no. Okay. Her fucking nose is turned up. And they should have the nose to have her hair pulled back in the ponytail. I said, look. <gasps> that sounds like the person the wear I work with. No, this one worked at Albertsons. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I'm just kidding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Same with story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's crazy. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. But I think that also comes from childhood trauma because we would sit up there and clown the fuck out of each other. Man. To make yourself feel good, you gotta find something. I don't even think it's a feel good for me at this point. I just fucking clown folks just the clown folks. Like, this is... It's not a... It's not a... Ooh, that made me feel good. It'd be really like... It, but sometimes it really just be... Because like, she really did look like a hood. The lady what? didn't speak to me, but she... I just looked at her and I was like... No, she looked like a who. <laughs> she really did though. Yes. And I was like, see, this is why I don't go out without taking my beds. Mm, mm, mm. Cause I be talking about people. 
special. Special, special. <laughs> special it is. Mm-hmm. Well, I think uh, it's safe to say that with our insecurities, there comes a lot of uh, conversation and a lot of things that we have to do and able to um, protect ourselves from our insecurities because sometimes we plummet and fall into our own shit. Mm-hmm. So, um, take this from uh, us to be yourselves and love and embrace yourselves and I mean that's that's the only thing I could think of personally. Oh well if you wanna be a clingy bitch somebody gonna love it. Right. Stay clingy. Stay clingy. I'm just saying stay clingy. Stay clingy. I'm just saying. I'm sure what it is. We thought we were done, but I guess we're not done. We just have to say bye. See you guys next week. Next week. We may go live next week or Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. We have to get live. I'm going to get off work. All the information down on the thing so we can get some uh, fans going here. Yeah. People need to get it together. Follow us on the Instagrams. (laughs) Shit. See y'all in the next one. Bye. Bye.